The following podcast is a live recording of a radio show first broadcast by Fresh FM with assistance from New Zealand On Air. Welcome to this episode of Climate Matters. I'm Lindsay Wood, Director of Climate Strategy Company Resilience Limited, and Climate Matters is brought to you by Fresh FM, the top of the South's community access radio station. Fresh FM broadcasts in Blenheim on 88.9, to Eastern Golden Bay on 95.0, to the Nelson CBD on 107.2, and across the Nelson-Tasman region on 104.8. It's also streamed to the planet on freshfm.net, and podcasts of Climate Matters and of other locally produced shows are available through freshfm.net and through the accessmedia.nz app. However, before we start on climate matters, I do want to give a plug for the wonderful What If Nelson series that's of lunchtime talks is being held in the What If Nelson space, 263 Hardy Street, Nelson. It's free. There is a great range of speakers, typically at 12.30 every lunchtime. Really do go along. They're running through until the 15th of December. And I want to give a plug to one in particular, which is not a lunchtime session, but on the 14th of December, there will be a talk with myself and three others, and we will be talking about making Nelson climate-proof in the future. Um, there will be three different perspectives, and that will run from 5 to 6 on the 14th of December at 263 Hardy Street in Nelson. Hope to see you there. Well, today we're going to go through Climate Matters number 105, which has just been issued today being the 22nd of November. Here's what we're going to cover. Regulatory alchemy makes big money for Canada's big emitters. Take the jump takes another jump. Muscle myopia syndrome, <laughs> we'll find out about that, afflicts many big businesses in many places. And for anyone who still thinks the cost of climate action is too high, we've got some interesting information on that. So anyway, I hope you enjoy it. Let's get into Climate Matters number 105, and I do hope you enjoy it. I Basically, the theme of it, as I mean, is dollars make for a very uneven CO2 playing field. Whether, and here's what I've written in the editorial. I've written before how things in common waves and Climate Matters 105 is propelled by several things that came to me about the same time, highlighting that big emitters need to take more responsibility for their actions. Whether it's mega corporations or well-off individuals, we must reverse the money brings emissions syndrome. On Sunday, I resolved, that's just three or four days ago, I resolved to try reaching out to people who fly big distances for what I thought were small reasons, and to admit my own failings in, in the process. On Monday, I learned a UK cousin was flying to NZ for a holiday, and a deep friend was flying to Europe for fun. And so those sort of challenged me because I just made a res resolution to myself. So to keep my promise to myself, I contacted them by email. I found it really hard. I likely didn't do it that well. Um, I tried very hard to be constructive and gentle about it. But I did try, and I will keep trying. 
because I think we're retreating back into the situation where it seems like it, it doesn't matter if we fly around the world just to have a look at something or to play a game or something like that. So anyway, the hotter tip, which I'll go to now because it relates to that, is consider how to reach out gently to folks who seem not to have joined the dots between fossil fuels and the climate catastrophe and still fly willy-nilly. I have to fess up. You know, I've flown. I, I've cut right back on my flying, but I don't do zero flights yet. I've got family at the other end of the country, and I do fly um, very occasionally to catch up with them. Okay, here we are getting into the quotes, articles, close quotes. A regulatory alchemy makes big money for Canada's big emitters. Canada's Suncor, a big corporation, styles itself as a unique and sustainable energy company. But the Canadian Broadcasting Corporation has just reported a couple of weeks ago Suncor plans to pump 1 billion barrels of oil from a wetland, but vows to protect the other half with a wall. So that's some sustainable energy company, isn't it? And uh, the Tai, which is a Canadian magazine that I get uh, on a little bit like New Zealand's newsroom, and I've reported them before, but they report that in 2020, Suncor produced more emissions than the millions of people in all of Canada's three, what they call their maritime provinces, and yet, get this, it only paid one-fourteenth, one-fourteenth the carbon price that individuals are charged. There'll be a link to that. They, the article also goes on to describe how the oil sands mining sector, which Canada is notorious for, profited by $57 million in the same year from a carbon price system that they say was specifically designed for its large emitters, and go on to say, this regulatory alchemy was the bizarre result of the, the industry extracting 540 million barrels of bitumen, self-reporting the emissions from that, and they still, which were greater than the whole of the province of Manitoba, and yet they still wound up making $57 million out of it. I think regulatory alchemy by, is a pretty good phrase for it. Okay, here's a big jump, and we're going to a big jump to Dolly Parton. Uh, I don't know if any of you heard Charlotte Ryan on Radio New Zealand interviewing Dolly Parton. It was a, quite a special interview. And there was on Dolly Parton's latest album, which is to do with a rock, a rock album, and, it, and it's her response to being elected to the, the Rock Stars Hall of Fame, one of the songs on there that she'd written was called A World on Fire. And so Charlotte Ryan picked up on this and Dolly Parton um, had a bit to say. And she said, look, leaders of the world, present and past, you better make change and you better make it fast. And she went on to say, look, I'm just trying to kick the butts of politicians who aren't listening. Great. There's a YouTube item on that. We'll give a link to it. Uh, it's only 15 minutes, and I think that bit is at about six minutes in. So uh, it's a great interview anyway, even though there's only a little bit on the climate. Righty-ho, here's another good news thing. Take the jump takes another jump. And you may remember that back in uh, April, Climate Matters number 92 reported the Nelson-Tasman Climate Forum 
as taking the wonderful, quotes, take the jump, close quotes, program outside the UK for the first time. It was actually the local forum was a global pioneer. And what they've done has since become a blueprint for people using the program in other countries. So well done, the Nelson Tasman Climate Forum. And we're pleased to say that it's not only going from strength to strength in our region, but has been picked up in the Wira Rapper, who have just launched their own Take the Jump program. And apparently there is discussion of it happening in Wellington too. So watch this space. Also watch out for what they call their ambassadors, who might have a little brightly colored business card, and it's got tips on it plus links to things. So good on uh, the forum and good on the program Take the Jump for its success. It's particularly targeted at helping individuals get going on climate action because that's often a thing we don't do very well. Right, let's get into muscle myopia, which is (laughs) a phrase that I've coined. Muscle myopia syndrome afflicts many big businesses in many places. Globally, major industries flex their muscles to badly short-sighted effect. That's the key to the myopia bit. They flex their muscles to badly short-sighted effect. Well, how do they do that? They typically pressure governments for lenience in the emission standards that will, of course, in turn hasten the demise of the businesses themselves. I think I can hear the rescue helicopter coming over, so we'll pause for a moment. Having said that, I think the rescue helicopter is one of those rare uses of fossil fuels where um, we have to say, let's hang on to that as long as we can. Okay, we'll try that again. Muscle myopia syndrome, which is my term, afflicts many big businesses in many places. Globally, major industries flex their muscles to badly short-sighted effect. So there's the myopia bit. Flex their muscles to badly short-sighted effect. What do they do? They pressure governments for lenience on their emissions standards, but in turn that lenience means they emit more, and that in turn hastens the demise of the businesses themselves. So I'm at a loss to understand that. We've reported in Climate Matters before on the German automotive industry, Aussie mining, on New Zealand agriculture, and both on the previous article I just covered and previously of a Canadian oil situation. Very well-known and visionary geologist Simon Michaud, who's a leader of the Finnish Geological Survey, also reports that in Finland, it's the forestry sector that play that role. They have a lot of clout in Finland. They try to get a soft ride. If you add in the concrete sector, almost everywhere in the world doing the same, and we have to wonder, worry about the mentality of those steering such industries that they are so hell-bent on making their own ride soft that they don't really care if that is compromising the future of pretty well everything we know and care about. I'm at a loss to understand that. Anyway, let's jump to a, uh, a slightly different thing I'm a bit of a loss to understand. And here's a quote, and it's a quote from the Equality Trust newsletter. The Equality Trust is a UK organization. I think it came out of the remarkable research of Kate Pickett and Richard Wilkinson on, and their book called The Spirit Level, which we've reported on before. Here's the quote. Profits and CEO pay are breaking records just as fast as food bank use is. That's a pretty sinister contrast, isn't it? 
And we could say, well, so what if CEOs are getting more pay? Well, here's what. The Guardian came in the same day and reported from what they called the most comprehensive study of global climate inequality ever undertaken. And they report that that big report finds the richest 1% emit more than the poorest 66%. So that's a horrendous contrast and a very good reason why the wealthy people, and most of us probably listening to this program, I won't say are wealthy, but at the wealthier end of the global wealth spectrum, we have to think carefully what we spend our money on and that it all comes with emissions. Okay, carrying on. For anyone who still thinks the cost of climate action is too high, check out, and I've given a link to another Guardian article, and it's uh, dealing with the climate crisis cost. And how does this that they report stack up? The, the, the estimate is that it's $16 million, that's US dollars, $16 million per hour for the last 20 years. That's just the cost of the extreme weather alone. $16 million per hour for 20 years. It's eye-watering stuff. Add in that there are other downsides like the effect of sea level rise on the land, like the effect of warming and acidification of the oceans, kneecapping ecosystems, and we have to think, gosh, the cost is just astronomical. Also, of course, it's going to get worse. We're at the easy end of all of this, sad to say. But, and so the cost of inaction is almost incomprehensible, which is no excuse for our past or present political leaders whose talent for climate inaction is incomprehensible too. Please, politicians, go and listen to Dolly Parton. She wants to kick your butt for not listening. We're getting there, folks. Oh, I've got a, um, a cartoon that goes with that last item, and the cartoon basically says, shows a, a businessman behind his desk saying, I used to agree with you that climate change was real. And then he holds up a report with a look of angst on his face until I found out how much it would cost to fix it. So there we go. There's the sort of cartoon about what we were just talking about. A quote from Simon Michaud, who I've rec mentioned just before in terms of Finnish forestry. We'll, we'll look at this in Climate Matters 106, the next Climate Matters. Michaud has done astonishing research into the global numbers of vehicle use, of energy use, of mineral supplies, and he's got some amazing information, most of which is neglected by the, um, the powers that be. And here's the quote from Simon Michaud. Our industrial ecosystem is minerals blind as well as energy blind. Behind that are numbers that basically say we haven't a chance of doing what the governments all think we're going to do in terms of, for example, electrification of everything with renewable energy. Okay, we're running out of time. We have already had the hotter tip for a cooler planet. So I do hope that you got something out of this episode of Climate Matters. I hope I have your company again for next week. And as, as I mentioned, no, next, sorry, not next week, for Climate Matters 106 in a fortnight. And that will actually be dealing in a bit more detail with these staggering numbers that Simon Michaud has computed. Just to remind you of the coming event in Nelson. On, at 5 o'clock on the evening of the 14th of December, 
three of us will be talking on making Nelson climate safe. There will be a talk. It's part of the What If Wakatoon Nelson series that's being run wonderfully at, in Hardy Street, just along from um, the Little India Cafe. Um, every lunchtime, there's a great talk there, and three of us are talking on the e early evening, five o'clock, on the 14th of December. So hopefully we have some of your company then. In the meantime, Kia Kaha for the climate. The podcast you just listened to was a live recording of a radio show. First broadcast on Fresh FM with support from New Zealand On Air. Fresh FM is a community access media station based in Te Tauihu, the top of the South Island, New Zealand. The funding of Access Media makes these podcasts possible. To find similar programs by other community access media stations, go online to accessmedia.nz. If you or your group would like to know more about how you can have a program on our station, please contact us. Visit our website freshfm.net for our contact details.